0: Okay, good evening. it's, uh, This week is we're beginning Sefer Shmos, Parsha Shmos. And um, and the, the fourth Ali of our Parsha, Moshe Ha'eroe Son Yisro. So, a very fundamental turning point, a very fundamental beginning point. We're introduced to Moshe Rabbeinu as a shepherd for the sheep of Yisro, the sheep of Yisro, his father in law. And Moshe Rabbeinu comes to the burning bush where he is given the mission to take the Jewish people out of Mitzrayim. That, that story, the beginning of that story, the exchange which Moshe Rabbeinu has with Hashem, subsequent is the content is the content of this Aliyah. And uh, the significance of this is huge and I will try to, to learn it with you and bring it out together with you from some specific points and markers that that appear in this aliyah within the parsha, because the significance is going to spread beyond the appointment of Moshe Rabbeinu as the one to be motzi as yes, bnei Yisrael miheretz Mitzrayim to take the Jewish people out of Mitzrayim, but it will be there actually for what we have as the enduring significance of Moshe Rabbeinu. Yes, Moshe very significance is very significant as the shliach who took us from Mitzrayim, but he's also and more fundamentally, in the Ikorim, in the fundamentals of our faith, Maish Rabbeinu was the Navi through whom we were given, through whom we received the Torah. Zichru Tairas Maisha Abdi. Torah Sivolanu Moshe. The first words we teach a child to say when they begin to be able to speak is the role of Maish Rabbeinu in giving us over the Torah, which is the Mairosha, which is the heritage and the legacy of the Jewish people. In this charge, which Moshe Rabbeinu is going to be given, what we're going to try to show, show tonight and learn with you tonight, is that this is the dual mission of Moshe Rabbeinu, all rolled into one. Yes, the backdrop of this is that the Jewish people are enslaved in Mitzrayim, and Hashem has heard their cries. Some are The last words of the third Aliyah, Hashem heard their cries. He remembered his covenant with Avram Yitzchok and Yaakov. But and then we go to Moshe Hayeroah, and Hashem is coming to take the Jewish people out of Mitzrayim. But this parsha is not just about the exodus from Mitzrayim; it's also about the arrival at Harsena. And the most visible way to see that is because of this beginning of the mission. Where does Hashem appear to Moshe Rabbeinu? Moshe was shepherding the sheep of Yisro, his father-in-law. He came to the mountain of God, to Chorev. The mountain of God at Chorev is Har Sinai. The mountain of God, Al-Shem ha says Rashi. It's given that name for the future. It's the mountain upon which HaKadosh Baruch Hashem will descend to give the tyrant to the Jewish people. We all know that Chorev is another name for Sinai. So Hakadosh Baruch, original appearance to Moshe Rabbeinu is here at Har Sinai. He appears to him the Labas e in the flame of the fire, from the midst of the Sneh, from the midst of the of the thorn bush, and this is such a well known account that Moshe Rabbeinu sees it. He sees that the Sneh, that the thorn bush, is not being consumed. He says, "I have to see this unusual, surprising sight." Madu Lo Hasneh Why is the bush not burning up? And Hashem saw that he came to look, and Hashem called out to him, etc. And he cautions him, Take your shoes off from upon your feet, because the place that you're standing upon it is Admas Kodesh. What's this image of the sneh Boer Boeish V'Hasnei Nenu Kol, of the bush being burnt by the fire, but not actually being consumed? What's the significance of that? So, on one level, Midrashim speak about the fact that the Sneh is a very lowly, lowly plant, it's a lowly bush. And Akkadish Borchu saying, You're in trouble, I'm sharing it because I also reside in a difficult, uncomfortable place. Anoichi eredim as Hashem said to Yaakov Avinu just two weeks ago we read in Parshas VaYigash, I will go down to you to, with to, with you to Mitzrayim, I endure the difficulties along with you. The snabuyar the consuming fire, could be representative of the tsaros of the difficulties of the golus that doesn't quite succeed in destroying the Jewish people. But there's another imagery here that we also have to see, and that is that this is actually emblematic of exactly what was going to be happening in the future at Har Sinai, at this mountain, what's going to be happening in the future when the Jewish people would stand at Har Sinai, something which is already indicated in this story. Now I'll read it to you, how it happens there, from the Torah's description of Mamel Har Sinai, not here, not in Sefer Shmos, not the first time, where it says it in a much more limited fashion, but the second time, in Parshas Vaheschanan and Sefer Dvorim. These words, it says, after we are conveyed to the Aseres Hadibros, in Parshas Vaheschanan, and the fourth Ali of Parshas Vaschanan, at Chamishi it says, these are the words that Hashem spoke to you on the mountain from the midst of the fire, the cloud, the, the darkness, kol le Yosef, and it was as you heard that voice from the midst of the darkness, and the mountain was bayer Bo'esh. The mountain was burning by the fire. You approached me and you said, Behold, Heronu Hashem Alekeinu es v'es Hashem His honor, His greatness, His voice. We've heard from the midst of the fire. Hayom hazera Today we have seen that God can speak to man and man will live. But now why should we die? ha'esh ha'zais that we will be consumed by this great fire. If we will continue to hear the voice of Hashem, our God, we will surely die. Because who is a being, a flesh, that can hear the voice of the living God from the midst of the fire, like us, and survive? You see, Rabbeinu is hearing from the Jewish people at Har Sinai the kind of question which Meishu Rabbeinu saw in the burning bush at Har Sinai, at Har roel The Jewish people are saying, there's the fire of Hashem, and it encounters a human being of flesh and blood, and that fire should consume the human being of flesh and blood. He shouldn't be able to survive it, to encounter the divine... A physical thing should encounter the ash, the fire of the divine. That is a contradiction from which the human should not be able to emerge. That was their trouble. Now, of course, they did. You read the psukim and you wonder, you just said, we saw that it could happen, but now we're worried because it can happen. And what they're saying is, we understand that this is not something which is expected to happen. It's incredibly unusual, it requires some kind of a shift, some kind of a change, some kind of a difference, and it's not a difference which we're able to maintain, to sustain. We are human beings. The way Moshe Rabbeinu would ultimately hear the voice of Hashem forever was by becoming an Yeshua Elohim, a man of God, somebody of a different caliber, of a different level, of a different plane of existence, and they weren't ready, we weren't ready to do that. So he said, the fire will consume but the truth of the lesson of our Sinai is, Hashem showed us that the fire of Hashem could encounter a human being and that person could survive. In other words, the bush has the fire in it, but it's not consumed. The thing that you would expect to be consumed is not consumed. The Happening at our Sinai, the burning bush that doesn't get consumed happening at our Sinai, is a template, an indicator of what will ultimately happen at Sinai, which is the burning presence of Hashem not consuming the people upon whom He is coming to dwell. <inaudible> baruch, the fire of Hashem's presence can come upon us peacefully, we'll make it, we'll survive, we'll get through. That is indication point of reference number one when Hashem is coming to Moshe Rabbeinu for Yitzias Mitzrayim and he is coming to him at Har Sinai that the message here is not just about taking the Jewish people out of Mitzrayim but it's a message about Matan Torah. Now you can look a little bit further and you see it arguably more clearly. How's that? Because when Moshe Rabbeinu now begins the conversation, or Hashem begins the conversation. He goes and he checks, and Hashem calls out to him, Moshe, Moshe, Hineni, I am the God of your father, Elkeavrom, Elkeitzchik, Elkeiyakove, and Moshe Rabbeinu hides his face. He hides his face because he's afraid to look. I've seen the anguish, the affliction of my people in Mitzrayim. Their cries I've heard. I know their pain. I've come to take them out of Mitzrayim, to take them to Eretz Yisrael. To make a long story short. Continues the pasuk, And I, the cries of the Israel have come to me. I've seen the Lachats, I've seen the pressure that the Egyptians are p- imposing upon them. Let me send you to Para and you'll take the Jewish people out of Mitzrayim. Mm-hmm. So Moshe Rabbeinu says, who am I to take, to, to, to go to Para and to take the Jewish people out of Mitzrayim? And HaKodesh Baruch Hu says, because I will be with you. It's not you alone. Because I will be with you. And the following is the sign that I have sent you. When you take the Jewish people out of Mitzrayim, you will serve God upon this mountain. Now, that pasuk is a direct reference to Muhammad Harsinai. Tavdun alaykim hazeh is that the Jewish people will leave Mitzrayim to come and to serve Hashem. And as Rashi explains earlier, Love. You will accept the Torah on this mountain. And this is the merit which stands there on behalf of the Jewish people. Rashi had explained that when Moshe Abeinu asked, Who am I to take the Jewish people out of Mitzrayim? it wasn't just a question about himself, it was also a question about the Jewish people. For what do they deserve to be taken out of Mitzrayim? And the answer lies not in the past purely. But in the future, that the Jewish people are being taken out of Mitzrayim for a purpose to stand at our Sinai, to stand at our Sinai, to be Makabal the Torah. You want to know why I'm taking the Jewish people out of Mitzrayim? Because I have something in mind for them, that they should accept the Torah and they should be the people of the Torah. That's the answer to the question. And here again, therefore, in the presentation, in the appearance of Hashem to Moshe Rabbeinu, to charge him with the mission of Yitzias Mitzrayim, he's not just charging him with the mission of Yitzias Mitzrayim. He's charging him with the ultimate mission of Moshe Rabbeinu, which is to give the Torah to the Jewish people. Because Yitzias Mitzrayim, without the giving of the Torah, removes the whole context and the whole purpose of Yitzias Mitzrayim. And yeah, this concept is not new. Everybody understands that HaKadosh Baruch Hu took us out of Mitzrayim in order to be Avde Hashem, in order to serve Hashem. Mm-hmm. That those two stories are linked. Everybody understands it because you know, we, we commemorate it every year by the fact that on the night after we celebrate Yitzhiyah's Mitzrayim, on the second night of Pesach, what do we do? No. We start counting Svirah no. to Matam Torah. And the famous, uh, the Pasuk describes from this carbon to that carbon, But the famous idea, which everyone knows, which the Ran brings in, in the name of the Medrash, is that the Jewish people said, Hey, Moshe Rabbeinu, you took us out of Mitzrayim, but where's that Torah? Remember, you told us that you were taking us out of Mitzrayim for the sake of the Torah, in order to give us the Torah. Where's that Torah that you promised us? And Moshe Rabbeinu said, in 50 days, in 50 days. Give me fifty days, and they started counting, waiting for the Torah. The Yitzias Mitzrayim was linked to the giving of the Torah. The Sneh in our parsha links it. The Tavdon al Alahor Hazeh that you will serve Hashem on this mountain links it. And now I want to suggest to you one more step that links it, that links it profoundly, and has what what may be a very significant impact, impact for us. Because you know that what happens next after HaKadosh Baruch Hu tells him this and Moshe asks his first question, Who am I? And HaKadosh Baruch says, Because ey, ey, ima, cause I will be with you. God says, Because I will be with you. So what's Moshe Benu's next question? He says, I'm going to come to the Jewish people. And I'll say to them, the God of your father sent me to you. You omru and they'll say to me, Ma Shemai, what's his name? Mo emar what should I tell them? So, responds, Mosh Hashem responds by telling him, first he says, Eke, Asher, Eke. Then Hashem, Aleke, Avram, Aleke, Yitzvah, Aleke, Yakesh, L'chani, Aleichem. He gives him the names, the name of Hashem. First, Eke, Asher, Eke, Eke, Aleichem. And Hashem, the full Yudke vovke,. Rabbeinu says, they're going to ask me what's your name? They're going to ask me, what's the name of this one who, uh, who, who sent me? What should I tell them? And of course this is a, a difficult pasuk, a difficult thing to understand. Why did Meshe Rabbeinu presume that this request of a name would come? Who is this God? We will say, it's the God of our fathers, What's the question? Why is there an assumption that there's going to be a question? What is the name of our Baruch Hu who will take us out of the one who who sent you? The Ramban writes, "HaPosuk hazo emir luchah parsheni." This posuk asks you, says to you, "Explain me." Okay, that's that's his that's his 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 expression. <laughs> <laughs> Is Moshe Rabbeinu saying they're going to want some kind of a proof? <coughs> saying a name doesn't provide any proof. <speaking in Hebrew> oh, maybe it's a secret name. If they know the name Moshe Rabbeinu knows the name too, the secret is blown. <speaking in Hebrew> wouldn't provide a sign. And if they hadn't heard the name, so then what would it mean to be told any specific name? It doesn't mean anything. <speaking in Hebrew> Writes the Ramban. So the Ibn Ezra says, He says what Myshra Rabbeinu was saying was, Look, you know, there's a name of Hashem which is associated with nature, and there's a name of Hashem which is associated with miracles. The name of Hashem which is associated with miracles, uh, they haven't heard that yet. And if you'd see Esmensraim is going to happen with miracles, I have to be able to give them that name. Says the Ramban, okay, it's true there is such a thing, and it's the beginning of next week's Parsha Vahra. I appear to the with Kel Shakai, mm-hmm. but not with the name Hashem, a difference between the natural and with miracles. But why would the Jewish people ask that question? Ask the Ramban. I <laughs> He says, all that was promised so far was that the Jewish people would leave Mitzrayim. Yes, you wait a little bit and Hashem's going to talk about the great miracles and the great hand that he's going to use to take the Jewish people out of Mitzrayim. And then you could ask, oh really? Then you're going to have to use the special name with, with, with which miracles come. But none of that has been said. All he said was, you're going to take the Jewish people out of Mitzrayim. Could nothing go into Paro's mind to say, you know, enough, I'm going to let them go? It needed to be with frogs jumping everywhere. It didn't need to have miracles necessarily. So why would they ask about the name of Hashem that's associated with miracles? And the Ramban goes on to make this make this point. <laughs> In my opinion, he says, it was that Moshe Rabbeinu already at that time was a very wise person Great in the Malasanavu and the levels of prophecy, he was asking really for himself. He wanted to know what Mida, what aspect of Hashem's behavior will be invoked in taking the Jewish people out of Mitzrayim. He says, what intrigued Moshe, what made Moshe Moshe Rabbeinu ask this, was it going to be this way or that way? And it's really Moshe Rabbeinu's own question, the Ramban is saying, is because on the one hand, when Hashem started the conversation, he said, I'm the God of your fathers. And he didn't say what his name was. He just said, I'm the God of your fathers. So Hashem left it vague. So he says, which way is it going to be? Is it going to be, in the, uh, in the hidden way that it was for the avos? Is it going to be through some special way? But continues the ramban, and this is the key words: And my heard as well that there was a promise here: You'll serve Hashem on this mountain. And that's the promise about Har Sinai and the giving of the Torah. V'hu <laughs> and Maish Rabbeinu knew that the tyra wouldn't be given with the name of Kel Shakai, the name which was dealt with, with the Ovas, which is a name within nature. But rather, the Torah would be given with the name of Hashem, the original, the prime name of Hashem, with which Hashem created the world, with which He would reveal Himself at Har Sinai. And that's why he asks, what should I tell them? What's going to be? You're giving the tyra. Does that mean you're going to come with the full name of Hashem? And he brings that Chazal really indicate this in the Medrash. When they said on the pasuk that Moshe Rabbeinu said, I'm going to come to the Bnei Am Shimon B'Shem Rav Simon. Rav Shimon said in the name of Rabbi Simon, which is pretty funny, right? Because for us, what's English for Shimon? Simon. Simon. Right? So it was Rav Shimon in the name of Rabbi Simon. <speaking in Hebrew> Omar Misha Osir Anilas Sir Sirsur Beni Ben Venehem. Meisha said, I'm going to be the middleman between you, God, and the Jewish people. When you give them the Torah and you declare, I am Hashem Eloikecha. Says the Ramban, what that medrash is pointing out is, it's important for me to ask what your name is. Not for today. Not for Yitzias Mitzrayim. But the Jewish people are going to ask about it for Yitzhia's Mitzrayim. Hashem said it'll take us out of Mitzrayim. We'll take it. We'll take it however you give it. But says the Ramban, when Hashem said Yitzias Mitzrayim is about leading the Jewish people to the giving of the Torah. And the giving of the Torah will only happen through the great name of Hashem. Through which the open miracles happen, and the giving of the Torah begins with Hashem saying, "Anihi Hashem," right? we pronounce it that way because we don't want to use the name of Hashem explicitly. But it will be saying the name of Hashem, "I am Hashem Elokecha." That's the beginning of Torah, and therefore, my says, "If this, if this Yitzias Mitzrayim thing is going all the way to Matan Torah." it means that that special name, that presence of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, of Hashem, is involved. I would just mention, before we bring this home to this, to this discussion, I would just mention that this is very related to what the Ramban writes as a secondary piece in the beginning of Parshas Feira, where again we're discussing the names of Hashem. And he says, I appeared to the Oves Av Yitzchik Yaakov using the name Kel Shakai, but I did not let them know Shemih Ashem, my name, Ashem, and writes uh, the Ramban. Vinegam l'dvarav ha'yoyoroy shem rakos <laughs> v'ivoda el Avram b'keil shakay u'shemih Ashem le'neidati lahem. He says that you know. He said, I appeared to the avais, but I wasn't known to them by the name Hashem." Why doesn't it say I didn't appear to them or I didn't know them on both sides? Writes the Ramban. I appear to them through the prism of Kel Shachai, which is a vague appearance, but Ani Hashem, to see me clearly, loy neidati lohem. Kitam asher yedoi Hashem ponim al ponim. Kia avais yadu Hashem ham yuchad, aval loy neidal lohem b'nevuah. Elochen k'sher yedaber avar mi Hashem. He asks Hashem, "Why did Malav He says, "The Jewish people, the avais, excuse me before." He was knowing with them. Hashem spoke to them. He appeared to them, but not with the complete clarity of prophecy that He appeared to Moshe And that's what the pasuk is speaking about here—not just the, mir- the miracles of Yitzias Mitzrayim, but the whole quality of the prophecy. He says, "With Moshe Rabbeinu, Baruch Hu appeared with the great name." for his superior quality of prophecy. Because the Torah was given with the great name of Hashem. As it says, And he says, and that's what it means, from the Shomayim, Hashem made it heard his voice, to teach you, and on the earth he showed you his great fire. Pirish <inaudible> So we're not going to get into all of the mystical allusions which are present in this Ramban, which I'm not capable of, of understanding, and certainly not of explaining. But what the Ramban is doing here, throughout, in both of these places, is speaking, yes, that while the discussion is the name of Hashem that's redeeming the Jewish people through miracles, What the discussion is really about is the name of Hashem who's going to appear to them at Har Sinai to give them the Torah. Because these two events are so connected, the burning bush of Geulah and the burning bush of Har Sinai at the time of Revelation. You're being taken out in order to serve Hashem on this mountain. The name of Hashem of Geulah is the name of Hashem that will will appear at Har Sinai because these two are completely and totally linked to each other. Yitzias Mitzrayim was the forging of a connection, an open, vivid, break-through-the-heavens-down-to-the-earth connection between Kal Yisrael and HaKodesh Baruch Hu, and that is a two-way street. On the one hand, it's L'chol HaOysos Osa It refers to all of the miracles that Meishu performed in Yitzias Mitzrayim. But on the other hand, it refers to the nevuah the word of Meishu that, like, come, come, with Navi, there would never be another prophet like Myshe Rabbeinu. And all of it is with the name of Hashem. So, if we've seen this link, let's now try to explore for a bit the substance of the link. I and mean, I don't mean the substance of the link of the fact that, well, Hashem took us Adam and in order to keep the Torah. I think we have a good understanding of that that there has to be a removal from the servitude to paro in order to enter the servitude to HaKodesh Boruch It's not to be aimless. But let's talk specifically about the Shem Hashem, about the name of Hashem and that idea and its link here. Because the name of Hashem, when we learn it here, it... uh, there's the name of Hashem, which was which is associated with the revelation of the Torah, to really truly show the essence of the of, of Baruch Hu, it's given over with the shame with the name of Hashem. Yes, the Ramban here brought, on Hashem Alekecha, that the first words of the giving of the Torah were Hashem identifying Himself by name, the God who took us out. Hashem says, "Sicham here, it's Mitzrayim who took us out of Mitzrayim, However. It's even beyond that. And you hear it between the lines of the Ramban. The Ramban wrote in his introduction to the entire Torah, he wrote that, Kol HaTaira Kula, all of the Torah are Shmaisav Shel HaKodesh Baruch It is a string of the names of HaKodesh Baruch Hu. It's a mystical idea that says that the Torah is all one long character string comprised of the name or the names of HaKodesh Baruch The Torah is seen as Shmaisav Shel HaKodesh Baruch now, what does that mean? What's the significance of that? The shame, the, the name of HaKadosh Baruch Hu is like the name of anything, the true name of anything, is its essence. Shame is sham, there. No, there's a apostle who can say for Shaiftim where there's a, a question which is asked, Mi Who is his name? Which is a very strange expression. The Rishonim of the Radak over there explains that sometimes you deal with something, and like in that case where it was a, an Ishmael Akim or a Malach, a man of God, they thought it was really a Malach. It's, you know, Mashimo implies here's this person, and this is his name. What is his name? Mishimai, who is his name, implies the true essence, which is that the name is to capture the essence of, what the, of who the person is. It's not what is his name. It is who. Who is the name. And the more the being, the Radak over there explains, the more the being is a being who is true to its essence, certainly a being of the spirit that has nothing else going on other than what it's all about, the more you would say, Mi And you hear echoes of that here. Even though Moshe Rabbeinu said, the question they're going to ask me is, mashimo There he was asking the angel, Mi But here it's, Mashemo, but it's because we have to capture what's the essence of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. When we say that the Torah is shemoysev, shel HaKadosh Baruch Hu, it's the name of Hashem, it's the essence of Hashem. Yes, that's the same thing as perhaps the more famous expression, which we sometimes say and sing, and that is kut'sha berichu v'yaraisa chadu. Like, Yisrael v'yaraisa chadu. The Jewish people, the Torah, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, it's all one. The Torah is one with HaKodesh Baruch Hu. When a person accesses the Torah, they're accessing what we have to us essentially as the essence of Hashem Himself. The, the value, the primacy of Torah in our world is because Torah is Kedusha. It's holiness itself. It's the essence, we say, of HaKodesh Baruch Hu. Why? Because HaKodesh Baruch Hu is not arms and legs, and nose. HaKodesh Baruch Hu is not a being. HaKodesh Baruch Hu is a spirit. And the spirit of HaKodesh Baruch Hu is encapsulated in the Torah. the Torah, the ideas, the words, the concepts, the truths. That is the form that we have of the spirit of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. That's Shemo. The idea that we say a bracha before we learn Torah. You know what the Gemara gets it from? From a pasuk which says, "Kishem Hashem Ekra, When I read the name of Hashem, that means. When I read the Torah, the Torah is the Shem ashem. The Torah is the name of Hashem, the essence of Hashem. The Ramban teaches us something else here in our Parsha, something that I've noted to some of you before, very essential. And that is a, another teaching about the name of Hashem. Yes, Hashem, they can ask me the name. What should I tell them? And Hashem says, tell them, Hashem, Hashem, the God of your fathers, the God of Avram, the God of Yitzhak, the God of Yaakov, send me to you. This is my name, Le'olam. Forever. And this is the way I should be referred to for generations. What does this mean? This is my name forever, and this is the way I should be referred to, called Ladar-Dar. So the Ramban writes here something extremely valuable, important, and something which you and I utilize every single day, perhaps without realizing it. Writes the Ramban, when it says, Zeshami, Hashem is saying, this is the way I want you to call my name. This is going back to Hashem referring to as Hashem, the God of Avram, Yitzchok, and Yaakov. Hashem will not forever forget the covenant with the forefathers. The cholad and all of the generations when you mention Hashem as the god of Avram Yitzchak, and Yaakov, he will hear and he will respond. That's what HaKadosh Baruch Hu says. He says, this is the way I should be called. Now you notice that every time you call out to Hashem in something which you call Tfilishmanasri Davening, what do you do? What do you say? You say, Baruchat Hashem, Elekeinu, Velekeav Eiseinu, Elekeav Ram, Elekei Yitzchok That's a phraseology which comes right here from this Pasuk. Hashem, the God of our fathers. And Hashem says, this is the way, this is my name forever, this is the way I want to be called. And says the Ramban Hashem is saying, call me, I will listen to you by this name. When we begin tefillah, we pronounce Hashem's name the opening bruch of tefillah is the pronouncement of Hashem's name in its fullest form. Hashem elekei Aveisenu elekei avram, elekei yitzchak, elekei Just as Moshe Rabbeinu was told, they're going to ask you my name, tell them my name. And this is the name that I want them to use to call me, to be misfalil, to daven to me. This is the name that I want them to use to call me. What you have here is, in a certain simple sense, a way of understanding what the Jewish people were saying when they were saying, tell me his name. Because this is the Kodesh Baruch who's coming to redeem them. He's going to have a connection with them. See, he's the God to whom they would be reaching out. We would be reaching out in tefillah. Tell me, what's the name of this God who's going to be with us, who's going to be accompanying us? We have to continue. We have to speak to him. But in this, where Moshe Rabbeinu, on the one hand, as the Ramban says, poses the question, what's your name? Because the name is going to be the name through which Torah is conveyed. On the other hand, that same Ramban notes that in the response, the response is, this is the name in which tefillah is conveyed from us to HaKadosh Baruch mm-hmm. This is the way we turn to him. He turns to us in Teirah, we turn to him in Tefillah. And both of them are with the invoking of the name of Hashem. Both of them are with the invocation of the name of Hashem. However, let's notice an amazing difference. The Ramban says, he doesn't even mention the name of Hashem when he says, Zikri. Even though Chazal says Shmi refers to the name Hashem, that there's a way that it's written, there's a way that it's said, but the Ramban says, when you say, eleke Avram, Yitzchok, that's the way you call out to Hashem. Yes? Mm-hmm. When Hashem called out to us at Harsinai, Sinai, you know what he didn't say? He didn't say, HaShem elekecha. Elekei Avram, Elekei Yitzchuk, Elekei Yaakov. He said, I am Hashem your God who took you out of Mitzrayim from the house of slavery. It's two different presentations. Not only that, not only that, <laughs> but when we daven in Shman Hasrei, when we daven Shachris, when we Daven Marev, we have a principle. The first thing that you do before Shman or sorry, the last thing you do before Sh'mon Esrei is what do you say? Blessed are you Hashem, Go'al Yisrael. Go'ula Litvila? From discussing Hashem's redemption, we begin the Sh'mon We mention that Hashem took us out of Mitzrayim, and then we start to Daven. So you know it will be the natural thing to say. Baruchat <laughs> HaShem, Alekenu, 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 We almost said it already, because we said before, but that's not the beginning of the Tefillah. That's the introduction to the Tefillah. The Tefillah itself, invokes Aleke Avram, Aleke Yitzchok, Aleke Yaakov. Torah, I am Hashem who took you out of Mitzrayim, But the Tefillah itself invokes Hashem, the God of Avram Yitzchok and Yaakov. Yitzchiyas, Mitzrayim, as we know, is in itself something which was built upon, the bris, which was built upon the covenant between Hashem and Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov. He says, I heard. I remember the covenant with Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov and therefore I'm coming to you and I'm taking you out of Mitzrayim. But it's it's built in that sense on the the covenant with Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov. Matan Torah Hashem Eloikecha (angry) <angry> so, let's let's zone in here on one thing, and that is that the real difference between those two things is that when Hashem was speaking to us at Har Sinai, it was going beyond the action of Yitzchak Mitzrayim itself. It wasn't. It was Hashem speaking to you that I took you out of Mitzrayim. And I'm the one now at our who's speaking to you, who I took you out of Mitzrayim. When Hashem took us out of Mitzrayim, He took us out of Mitzrayim based on Avram, Yitzchok, and Yaakov. Hashem heard the cries of the Jewish people, and He remembered His covenant with Avram, with Yitzchok, and with Yaakov. And so He took us out of Mitzrayim. And the act of taking us out of tribe was there to forge this open connection that would be Torah itself. We have a covenant of HaKadosh Baruch Hu based on the past. But we also then have a relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu that's forged in the present. HaKadosh Baruch Hu says to Moshe Rabbeinu, I'm going to tell you my name. You want to know my name, you need to know my name. You have to connect to my name and it's not enough Eleke, Avram, Yitzchak and Yaakov Avram, Yitzchak and Yaakov themselves did not have this name were not given this name they were Bekel Shakai it is the backdrop the relationship with Avram, Yitzchak and Yaakov is the backdrop for what you have now what you have now is the open revelation of Hashem reaching out to you in which is what forges the open revelation of the word of HaKadosh Baruch Hu that comes to the Jewish people there at that point in time. To connect to the shame, to the essence of Hashem is not based on the past. It's based on the Hargosha, the feeling of the present. You know, there's a remarkable relationship between the miracles which Hashem performs for us and the way we live his Torah. It was a period of the written Torah where HaKadosh Baruch Hu was actively communicating to the Jewish people that coincided with the active miracles which HaShem was providing mm-hmm. to the Jewish people. And then there's a period of the Torah Shabal of the oral Torah, which is not the same names of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It's based on what HaShem said. And it coincides with a period when we're not having open miracles anymore. The extent to which we hear the essence of the Torah coincides to the essence, the, the extent to which we experience the presence of Hashem in life, in current events. The the extent to which we experience HaKadosh Baruch Hu in history in the past extent to which we understand what Hashem did for us, yes, that provides something, a meaningful thing, a meaningful connection, but it is to the extent to which we experience what HaKadosh Baruch Hu is doing for us, is doing for us. Asher si eschem me'aretz mitzrayim. Anoich Hashem Asher si mitzrayim. That's where the revelation of Torah comes. We're people who are very cognizant of our past. We must be cognizant of our past. It's the relationship which makes it that we can open up to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and pray to Him so that He can come to us in the present. But it is to the extent that we sense Him as a result of that call from the past in the present that we are really mitchaber, that we really connect to that which is there in the Torah. There's a halocha that the Gemara teaches us that when a person studies Torah, they should study Torah as if they're hearing it at that moment, HaKadosh Baruch Hu speaking to them at Arsini. The aim of the with all the fear and the trembling that the Jews stood at our Sinai, a person should be when they're studying Torah. And there came a point in time, the days of Rabnam Leo, where he said, You know, we can't do it. Sit down when you learn. And though before then, they used to stand. It was a time when it was harder to be experiencing that real-time presence of Hashem the extent to which we do is the extent to which the Torah pierces us that it's not an abstraction that it's mamish life current life itself this perhaps is just a little bit more of the correlation which this section of our parsha, key section of our parsha, brings out between the Moshe Rabbeinu of Yetzias Mitzrayim and the Moshe Rabbeinu of the giving of the Torah. The Harsinai of Yetzias Mitzrayim. The Harsinai of the giving of the Torah. The name of Hashem taught to us in Yitzias Mitzrayim and the name, the very essence of Hashem that we get through the Torah. May we be zochah to see Hashem in the world around us so that we will truly be able to hear the word of HaKadosh Baruch Hu in the Torah that is before us. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Rabbi.